What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Couch Takes Podcast. This is episode nine, and we ha- we've had another really busy week, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think we're just going to jump right in with our favorite things that we, like we always do. I'm going to take it first this time simply because, Andrew, I think I had the best weekend of my life. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you go first then. Um, it's just over stupid little stuff, but it's just stuff like that. It's really accumulated, and it just made it such a great weekend. So I went to a concert over the weekend for KISS, which I, I've talked about them before on the podcast, and I, I don't know that you know the extent, but they're my favorite band, Andrew. Yeah. So... So it was a great show, man, because this is their last tour going. Uh, it's a world tour, so they just finished up their U.S. shows, and they're playing in Mexico, like, tonight or something like that. Jeez. So, so anyway, Birmingham was the last stop in the U.S. tour. Why, I don't know, but I'm not complaining. Yeah, that, Birmingham is a very odd place to end yeah, your I, tour in America. Well, see, I think they're coming back later. I don't know exactly when or where, but still, it's kind of strange, right? Especially oh, yeah. since they're going to Mexico, you think they might loop around and like end in like Los Angeles and they go down from there. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Absolutely amazing show, dude. I mean, I'm talking there was like fireworks and and uh, confetti and steam and stuff like that for every song. Jeez. I mean, just yeah, like, this I saw is how they, um, your Snapchat story on it. Yeah, you know, I, was, I don't like to be that guy on Snapchat, but I was like, I just got to get. Normally, I don't even do that to show off or anything. I do it so I can just have something, just a little 10 second memory you know for myself oh, yeah Does that well, make sense it, yeah it wasn't even really i mean like you did it like once or twice colby did the entire concert oh i know dude i checked that <laughs> i checked that after and I, I looked at colby's store and i was like oh my god dude he got like every song on here every single one of them but and you know i just clicked through it i didn't care <laughs> i mean shoot i almost did that it was a long it was a lot of stuff but but i mean dude the, the way they started the show is they had a probably 30 40 foot curtain that just said kiss on the front of it right yeah. And as the show started, that you hear a big, you know, you hear, you've heard Detroit Rock City by Kiss. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song on uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it's like, bum bum, da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what that one is. So, um, so that one starts. It goes da 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 da, and then you hear boom, and the curtain falls, and they're like coming down from the ceiling. On, on these giant platforms. Kissed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch There's, of old men. Gene Simmons is 69 <laughs> years old. Jeez, and Paul is 67, dude. and they're coming down in these platforms. And, dude, it's the coolest. It was just... <laughs> like, I, I literally couldn't stop smiling. I was like a child during that song. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. That's like that's probably... Away from it. I mean, that's their most popular song, I think, isn't it? Technically, it's I Was Made For Loving You, which, okay, you know, I you've mean, heard that. Yeah, I'm sure I have, but... I don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. But, um, it, dude, it was great. They opened it up with that, and they played for over two hours, man. It was a long concert. Jeez, yeah. Dude. Well, you know, that's not you know my kind of music, really. I think we've had this conversation. Me and you have very yeah. different tastes in music. So, yeah, and it's no big deal. I, but it was me and a couple of our mutual friends, me and Andrews. But you know, we we had yeah. a great time. And then, dude, afterwards, it was just just the cherry on top. We go. And we get out of there, and it takes us 30 minutes to even get out of the parking lot because there's so many people. There was probably eight or 9,000 people there in that arena. So, you That's know, parking a was people. a nightmare. And um, This dude, was at the BJCC? We, yeah. We ran, okay. into, uh, we ran into Coach Smith, our high school principal. <laughs> <laughs> the Kentucky fan that we've talked about before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've talked yeah, about him before, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We, I think it was last week or the week before. But... We, <laughs> 
<laughs> we ran into him. Was it awkward? He was like, How y'all doing? No, he was he was pretty nice. Yeah, he said he maybe was he's there different with, outside uh, of school. I don't know. He said he was there with uh, Mr. Winslet, our our high school like actual principal, and then Smith is the vice principal. So it was cool to see Smith. I, I, we saw Mr. Winslet from a distance, but we didn't get to talk to him. But um, that's surprising. Colby loves Mr. Winslet. But anyway, like I was saying, cherry on top. We're leaving, okay? We are just, like, we're exhausted because, you know, we were standing up the whole time, and then, you know, me and Colby were going nuts, so we're just physically exhausted, and then we're leaving, and, dude, we're so thirsty, okay? We're just, like, one drop of water, and we would be satisfied, right? Yeah. It's like desert island. So we're like, there's nothing we can stop for in Birmingham, especially with all the construction and everything going on. You know, we can't stop there. So we're like, whatever, we'll just wait until we get a truss full which, you know, is like 25 minutes away. So we get there, and we stop at the McDonald's in Trustful, and we pull in. Of course, their doors are shut, but the drive through still open because it's like, it's like 1230 at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we go through the drive through It takes forever, right? And we, we all four got something, all four of us in the car. But we split it up by two orders so it wouldn't be so complicated, right? Yeah. So the only thing that me... And Trent got, I got a large Diet Coke, and Trent got a large Sprite, okay? And then obviously Colby and Dylan got their drinks, whatever. So, we go through the drive-thru, we get up there, and they hand us um, a medium Sprite for Dylan, and they handed us a large Diet Coke, but there was no large Sprite, and Trent's like, I'm not leaving without my Sprite. (laughs) So, Dylan's like, is there a way we could just, you know, like, we didn't get our Sprite, and she's like, well, your order's gone, like, it's already through the system. We're like, okay, I mean, we ordered the Sprite, and Dylan was just like, whatever, can I just, like, buy another Sprite? Because, you know, it's a dollar. So, like, okay. So, we order it. And um, and I was like, dude, i got to take a sip of this right now. And I put it in there. And I said I said something like, if this isn't a Diet Coke in my hand right now, I'm going to bash my head against the window. And, <laughs> and Colby said, watch it be Sprite. And I took a sip of it. And it was literally a friggin' <laughs> a Sprite while she's in there <laughs> making us another Sprite. So... So we're just completely dead, because you got to understand the circumstances, okay? We have been trying to get these drinks for like an hour at this point. We are delirious, because it's, it's late, you know, for us. And then she opens the door, and Trent gets a Sprite, and then we're just like, I was just like, dude, all I wanted was a Diet Coke. And of course, we had to come here. So anyway, we ended up paying for three drinks, and two of them were wrong. So that was fantastic. Um, dude, that sounds, I mean, wait, so that was the cherry on top? Dude, I don't think you understand how hard we laughed at that. Like, that was okay. the funniest, like, honestly, one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. I know it, it sounds so anticlimactic here. Yeah, I'm, like, super confused. I thought you were going to tell me, like, you ran into Gene Simmons at McDonald's or something. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. No, literally, they just got my order wrong, but we were so tired, it was the funniest thing on earth. So, Well, um, I do see a problem with that. Um, first off, you were 21 years old and you drink Diet Coke. Um, you're not so, diabetic. Um, are you Okay. I think maybe this this whole situation is God telling you not to drink Diet Coke. I mean... I mean, that's for, like, 40-year-old moms. I, dude, I, I really don't mind Diet Coke, but it's more of the fact that it was 12.30, I really needed to go to sleep, which a Coke any of any sort wasn't the right choice there. No, but you should have gotten water. Dude, a large Coke at McDonald's is, like, 500 calories, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's no, like, it's I, unreal. Yeah, that's why I was like... Because it's like... Dude, McDonald's, I don't know if you know anything about this, but they always put extra syrup in their Coke so it tastes better. No, I didn't know that. Because they're sponsored by Coke, so they get all their stuff for free, right? Mm -hmm. 
or at least for very little. So they'll put extra in there. So you're like, mm, man, why does McDonald's taste the drinks always taste so much better? That's why. Gotcha. So, okay, that's uh, a fun fact right there. Yeah, there you go. You learned something on this, whatever podcast this is. Anyway, um, is it my turn? Well, I I do want to say the only other thing that made that weekend better was that the Game of Thrones season eight. You know, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. premiere was on Sunday, and of, of course I had to mention that, dude. It was fantastic. Well, I'm and actually glad you said that because um, this isn't my favorite thing of the week or anything like that. But um, that I actually started like you told me to watch it, and um, I'm on season five, episode four. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to binge it until this Sunday so I can watch episode two with the rest of the world. <laughs> dude, that's awesome, man. I know, I'm so I'm happy. Blown through it. I mean, it is so good. I got addicted. <laughs> Oh my, dude, you finally did. Okay, no, for those of you who don't so know, good. Andrew, a while back, tried to watch this, and got through like season two and said, I'm good, and stopped watching it. I can get it if you can't get through like the first two or three episodes, whatever. This man made it through two seasons and said, no, nah, I'm good. Well, do you want me to tell you what episode really did it for me? Like that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so hooked. Yes. Season three, episode nine. The do Red you know Wedding? what episode that is? Yeah, yeah, The Red Wedding. Dude, yeah, that's, then I got that's it invested. for most people. I got invested. I was like, holy crap, who's going to take the Iron Throne? What family's <laughs> going to do this? I was like, holy frick. I was like, I got to watch this. So Dude, now this is... I'm invested. I'm like, Obviously, I'm on season five, episode four. There's still a ton more to go. But as of right now, my opinion is um, I really want the Starks to take the throne. Okay. They're, they that's... seem to be the coolest family. But obviously, my opinion could change. There's so much more to watch. I literally have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I like tried I to rescind... stay away from social media this week. I want to rescind everything I said over the last five minutes. You watching Game of Thrones is my new favorite thing of the week. Okay, perfect. Okay, All right, so, great. All right, so obviously, um, I think everybody who listens to this show knows what my favorite thing of the week is. But um, I can't do that, I guess, because... It's Tiger Woods, so I can't do that <laughs> because we're going to talk about it like an actual like section of the podcast. So I was, I, I don't know, it was kind of like I was, I had to come up with something new. And so I decided this week to kind of open up, or not open up, but like say like a kind of a short, funny story. Um, it's my unfavorite thing of the week. <laughs> new let segment. me tell you, let me tell you. So... <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So I did um, A-Day, which is the spring football game um, for the football team, you know, where people can come watch the team for free and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the spring game. Yes, the spring practice game. It's called A-Day. I did it with the uh, band here, and I get there, and, you know, dude, my mouth is, like, killing me. And this is before, like, I even started playing. Like, it's not just my, it's not my lips. It's like the inside of my mouth. Like, my tongue is burning. My gums are burning, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, I, I cannot figure it out. So, you know, we start to play, and it, it obviously it hurts. Like, it hurts to play pressing this horn up to my mouth, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, the day goes on. I used, like, so much chapstick. Like, I got over it, whatever. Um, the next day, so much worse. Oh my lord. Like it is unreal, dude. Like there's a burning in my mouth and I can't figure out what it is. So anyway, I guess cuz we're taking up a lot of time doing this. So I guess I need to really kind of make a long story short. So I went from Sunday to um Tuesday night without eating. 
Oh my god. Sunday man. morning. Yeah. No, I ate breakfast Sunday morning. I was like, dude, my mouth hurts so bad. I literally cannot chew food or swallow. I was t- like, people were because I, I went to breakfast with some friends that were visiting for a day Sunday morning, and they're like, yeah, you didn't really eat anything. I was like, I know my mouth's on mother freaking fire. I literally <laughs> have no idea what is going on. So did you go to the dentist? Yeah, I went to the dentist like 30 minutes ago. Like we started recording right when I got home from the dentist. Oh, okay. So you just you just got back. Oh yes, I just got back. And oh, so um, tell me how it went. Okay, well, so anyway, I think it's kind of funny. I've been, you know, people have been asking me what's wrong, and I don't know. So I'm just telling them I have the clap in my mouth. Do you know what that means? <laughs> yes, I know what it means. Okay, Andrew. yeah. So I'm just telling people I have the clap. Obviously, I don't have the clap. <laughs> I don't even know if it's possible to get it in your mouth. I'd but hope not. For those of you who don't know, the clap is chlamydia. So anyway, like, dude, my mouth is on fire, and I go to the um, and like I'm, st- dude, I've lost seven pounds in th- three hey, or four days. I have lost seven pounds because I'm not eating. And so last night I ended up eating some soup. But anyway, I go to the um, dentist like an hour ago, and they were like, you know, I told them what was going on. And this was the earliest they could get me. I actually got super lucky because this um, appointment was the only one they had this week, and I called on Monday. So, anyway, uh, you know, I'm telling them what's happening. Dude, the lady literally has no idea what's wrong with my mouth. What? No idea. No idea what's wrong with my mouth. Like, dude, there's sores in my gums. It's under, like, it literally feels like someone is cutting the underneath of my tongue with a knife. Like, today it's gotten a little bit better because I've been, like, washing my mouth out with salt water, which burns like none other. Like, it hurts, dude. But, like, it's gotten better because I've been trying to clean my mouth out. Wait, so you just got back from the dentist and they didn't do anything? No idea what's wrong. They have no idea, dude. But Did they tell you to come back or go to someone else? They said since I told them it feels a little bit better today to keep doing what I'm doing, and they said it doesn't look like... They said it's like nothing is serious. They said it doesn't look like anything serious, but maybe right now kind of the word that we were kind of getting around was maybe I had an allergic reaction to the toothpaste because I started new- using a new toothpaste. Okay, so you're switching up toothpaste then. Yeah, I switched toothpaste um, this past week, and they think that might have been what it was. Because they asked me, they were like, did you start using a new toothpaste? And I was like, actually, yeah, yeah, I did. So I guess that's what it is. Um, I guess we're going to come out on the show and say, do not use Colgate Advanced Whitening. Screw you, Colgate. <laughs> you gave me clap. It hurts like insane. No. Dude, like it's unreal, Now that's dude. a quote. That's no, a quote right there. It hurts. Yeah, Colgate gave me clap. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> dude, I, I don't think so. No, dude, it, um, but I'm telling you, it hurts so bad. They said just to keep washing your mouth out with salt water, and I was like, okay. So, like, it hurts to talk right now, but, like, I'm doing this because I care. Okay, uh, so. everyone, prayers up for Andrew. We're starting a GoFundMe. We got a $6,000 goal please, to please. Uh, to help Andrew. Play the Arms of the Angel song. Is uh, that what okay. it's called? In the Arms of the Angels, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea if we're even allowed to say that, but I think it's hilarious though. I just now realized because me and Trey kind of like write down a few like bullet points just to talk about on the thing. It just says Andrew's mouth is on fire. God help him. <laughs> yeah, so, I was wondering what that was about. Yeah, so that's what it's about. Like I didn't tell Trey because I wanted him to like not know. I thought he'd think it was yeah. funny, but anyway, I got the clap. It hurts like crazy. Don't actually, I don't have the clap. Don't tell people I have the clap because people are going to actually think I have a STD Too late. In my mouth. I've already texted my grandmother. She knows now. Yeah, no. Now she thinks I have an STD in my mouth and she's not going to let you be on couch takes anymore. Eh, it's okay. Okay, we have literally taken up so much time. <laughs>
<laughs> Dude, it's okay. We had a lot to talk about, and we still got a lot more. Yeah, so, um, okay, now on to the best thing that maybe has happened in the past, I don't know, 10 years. Not really sure. One of the greatest sporting moments I have ever seen in my lifetime. I think the only other one that compares is when we beat Georgia in the Natty, but that's only because I'm super biased. America didn't care about that. I did. America cared about this, though. America loves Tiger again. I have never seen people pull for a man like that. Like, we have all come together on this one, dude. (laughs) We as a nation have come together on this, and I cannot tell you how excited I am. Because I told, I said on the podcast last week, I said, I want Tiger to win so bad. I'm thinking about Tiger. Yeah, I, I text Andrew as soon as it happened. I said, hey, man, you called it. You called it on the podcast last week. I mean, but honestly, I didn't think he was going to win. I really didn't. I think it was just wishful thinking, you know? Oh, it. I thought it was too. I mean, I was like, I think that's what I said last week. I said, I don't think he's going to win, but I, I'd like it if he did. But see, Andrew I'm- held the faith. See, I'm like one of those like rare people. Oh, I shouldn't say rare, but like most people don't watch golf until they're like adults, you know? I've been watching sure. golf for like a while. Like I kind of got into golf like just because of Tiger Woods like when I was a kid, you know? And I would watch like the Masters and all that kind of stuff with my dad. And I told my dad like and I don't even remember. It was probably like 2013 when Tiger was going through his whole thing, you know? And my dad was like, yeah, I think it's over, you know? Because me and him had been wanting him to win so bad. And I was like, I, I was like, Dad, I think he's coming back. He's gonna win again one day. I don't know what it is, but he will. And I'm not like sitting here saying to like I prophesized Tiger winning the Masters because I never thought he was gonna win the Masters again. <laughs> I just thought he'd win something again, you know. But man, I'm so happy it was the Masters. First major win in 11 years. Yeah, first Masters win in 14 years. <sighs> That's incredible. Like man, it, I'm not like for real. I hate saying. Well, I don't really hate saying this. I don't care. I teared up. I teared up. It was literally incredible. Dude, like there's I just, just some things I mean, you have to for, and I can't fault you for that. No, I know. And then when he, dude, when he embraced his son like that, because they were talking about like his son had said on um, at his like middle school project or something like that, he said, my 2019 New Year's resolution, I really want to see my dad win a major in person. And Tiger yeah. said, he was like, you know, I don't want my kids to remember me as the YouTube golfer. Because all of his major wins were before his kids were old enough to be like be there and realize what was happening, you know? Right. So the only thing they've ever seen him win was on YouTube. And he's like, I don't want my kids to remember me as the YouTube golfer. That's a really neat like, way of putting it. I was like, yeah, that's incredible. I was like, that honestly makes me want to cry. Dude, it was so it was amazing. I mean, Great day. Everyone. It seems I haven't heard people say anything about it, like negatively. Does that make sense? I've seen like, one I, person, but I'm not going to go into it. Well, I just mean, like, it seems like e- even ESPN is behind it. You know what I mean? Because it seems oh, like ESPN yeah. seems to dictate what's going to be popular and what's not. But ESPN you, was all for this. You know what I mean? Are you saying, like, nobody's talking bad about it? Because, like, are you, like, saying, like, maybe, like, some people think he's, like, a bad person or something like that? Yeah, and I get that. And I've seen some stuff about that, but very few. But, like, but my thing is, it's like, if ESPN had just brushed it off, which they shouldn't have because this is amazing. Oh and yeah, I feel like a lot people, a lot more people would have spoken out about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so too. But like, yeah, ESPN is full blooded behind it, dude. Like they are pushing it. So I think hey, it's I awesome. Mean, anything to improve uh, the ratings on golf, and I guess. But I mean, again, I enjoy I don't it. They don't really broadcast on there, but you know. Yeah, no, I enjoy golf. I, I've always, well, I shouldn't say always. I really kind of got into it, like probably when I was like you know, a teenager, like 13 or 14, probably. Right. I started watching it, but man, it's unreal. 
Man. Um, well, that's not the only thing going on right now because uh, NBA and NHL playoffs are still going on. Oh, yeah, they just started. We're, dude, we're just we're just now ending some of the first rounds, or at least in, in hockey we are. Yeah, no, none of the first rounds are done in NBA yet. Yeah, so uh, I've been keeping up more with the NHL playoffs because, you know, that's more of my thing. Not that I don't care for the NBA playoffs, but I know you, you have been keeping track of the whole thing, so why don't you kind of give me a little update? Um, okay, so um, I'm sure you saw, dude, it was all over social media, and all these people are like, oh my gosh, one of the greatest comebacks of all time. Dude, when the Clippers came back against the Warriors, yeah, it was incredible. But I'm not like I'm not overhyping it, saying it was the greatest playoff game of all yeah. time. Yeah, I don't okay. get why people are acting like that. But anyway, yeah, that's my thing. Is like it's a big comeback. I, I, I'm not. Oh, yeah, it was incredible with you for there. them. It, yeah, it's huge. But I just greatest. I, I don't know, man. I yeah. just feel like it's it's one game. Thirty one points is a lot, but it's like don't act like you don't see twenty point comebacks every day in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it was incredible. It was really incredible. I'm not trying to take that away, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I think the Clippers are going to win the series. Right, right. Because they're not. They're probably not going to win another game. Well, in my I mean, opinion. you did. See, you did see Boogie Cousins is out now. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest with you, the Warriors were playing better without him. They really were. Like their team was better without Boogie. I think he kind of like creates. I don't know. I don't want to like create speculation, but I think he kind of. Maybe he's not great for the locker room when they've already got. Yeah, well, I mean, KD and Draymond already have problems. That is very you know? true. So, anyway, uh, just to get run through that real quick, Clippers, Warriors are tied 1-1 the next game as at uh, L.A., but I fully expect the Warriors to win the next three games and take the series. Yeah. Uh, Nets and 76ers, looks like it might be a pretty good series. This series is tied 1-1. Um, like I said, I don't really yeah, – I think the see, 76ers are going to pull it out. But yeah, Obviously, this is my forte being that, you know, it's the Sixers. But first game, dude, that was atrocious. Oh, that yeah, the 76ers pathetic. should have been embarrassed. The second game, they set, like, a franchise record for points in a game at, like, 145. I think that's how many they scored. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, 145 I will say to this, 123. Uh, there's a lot of mental mistakes going on. That's not the only thing. But um, everyone played better in the second game. You know, Ben Simmons had a triple-double in the second game. Um, and Joel's playing through injuries. So, I mean, you know, what's new? Well, but, you know I'm not as high on Ben Simmons as everybody else is. You know that. But right. I do think the 76ers are going to take the series for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be gritty. But the Nets just match up really well against them. And the Nets, yeah. just they're on fire, man. Well, I think they it'll really probably go to six. Last month or two. I, don't, I don't expect it to go to seven. I expect it to go to six. But, you know, like I won't be shocked if it does go to seven. Yeah, six sounds fair. But, okay, so continuing on, um, this is one I'm kind of surprised about. The Magic actually won the first game against the Raptors, but the Raptors won game two, so it's tied 1-1. Um, yeah, that was last night. That. Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. I, that's another one of those where I was like, the Magic aren't going to win another game in the series. Just like the Clippers, yeah. I don't think they'll win another one. Um, Spurs and Nuggets, huge comeback for the Nuggets last night against the Spurs, but... I think the Nuggets are pretenders. I know they're supposed to be really, really good. Everyone likes them, but I think they're pretenders. I don't. I think they'll win the series, but I do not think that they're going to go any further than the second round. Um, Boston and the Pacers. Boston takes um, a 1-0 lead tonight, game two. Or I guess when you listen to this, it'll be uh, the night before. So Wednesday night's game two. Um Trailblazers, Thunder, I expect the Trailblazers to sweep the Thunder, to be honest with you. Thunder aren't playing well at all. 
the Portland Trailblazers 2-0. Game two was last night. And uh, the Bucks, I definitely think they'll sweep the Pistons. Uh, I think yeah. the Rockets will sweep the Jazz, and we'll move on to the next round. Yeah, I think most of it is pretty expected. Oh, like, yeah. I, NBA I, I, I is very, see. very uh, predictable. Yeah, when it comes to the postseason, you don't see the biggest upsets. The only one that even has me thinking is the Trailblazers and the Thunder. I mean, the um, Trailblazers beat the crap out of the Thunder last night. Well, dude, I don't know if you saw this, but I think ESPN posted something about it. Um, Damian Lillard has nine threes in the series so far, and the entire Thunder team has ten. I mean, that's pretty unreal, but, I mean, that's it's Russell games. It's Russell Westbrook. I mean, that's his <laughs> nickname, dude. Like, yeah, he gets triple doubles, and I hate to, you know, bash him like this, but I really, I think what Russell Westbrook's a little overhyped. I really I do. I think he definitely is. But, I mean, dude. I'm always happy to see the Thunder lose. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't really care about the I Thunder. I enjoy seeing the Thunder lose. Well, see, it's but. like this thing, like the whole thing with Russell and KD, it made me dislike them both Yeah, so neither much. of them came out looking good. No, really. I don't think so at all. They both looked like a bunch of babies. And But, I mean, that, I will say yeah, this. I, I would, If I had to pick one, I'd pick with Russell because, dude, K, that would probably tick me off too if KD just left like that. But at the same time, they were both acting ridiculous, so... But that's you know that's a story for another day. Why don't you um, tell me what's going on in the NHL? Because obviously I don't really keep up with that. Dude, it's so much crazier than the NBA. I'm not going to touch on every series, but there are two specifically that I want to talk about. I'll first start with the Predators series since that's my team. So um, if you know anything about the Predators, they they came back from a pretty big deficit and they ended up winning their division. So you know they got a lot higher seating because of it, and uh, they're facing the Stars, and then they got. Whipped in game one, then the Preds won in overtime in game two, and then they won in regulation. So tonight, being Wednesday, um, they're going for game four to see if they can take a 3-1 lead. Okay. Um, that's for more the local people that, if they keep up with hockey. But, dude, the two huge series, and I'm telling you, like you know how you said the, uh, the NBA is so predictable? Oh, very predictable, yeah. The NHL is not at all, okay? I want to start with one. You have the New York Islanders. Versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins are a force every year. I'm sure you've heard about them at least. Yeah, yeah. No, I know about the Penguins. I know of most teams. I just don't That's know what how I'm well saying. they play. Yeah, the Penguins were a favorite, like a heavy favorite going into it. The freaking Islanders swept them. Who did they, um, who, what, uh, what city is the Islanders? Uh, it's, I don't know the city, but it's Long Island, New York. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. So it's the New York Islanders. Right. Okay, That's well, that's what I was asking. What's the name of the team? Yeah. So, okay. Um, but Gosh, anyway, man. yeah, I thought you were asking for like specific city. I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, I don't really care where they play. Yeah. So, um, but that one doesn't even compare to the other one. Okay. See, I think I Let know which one you. you're about to say. I think I've seen yeah. it. Oh, you've definitely seen it. This is huge news. Okay. So it's the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Columbus Blue Jackets, Columbus, Ohio. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay? The Blue Jackets have never won a series in their existence okay and how long have they been around like 10 20 years something like that okay so they've yeah, been in organization were, were, for a while yeah they were they they've been an expansion team since i think the 90s but okay gotcha. they, um so the lightning won the president's trophy as i was saying in i think the last episode so i explained yeah. that to you that's the top regular season team of the yeah. whole league obviously huge favorites uh, Blue Jackets have never won a series before. They go into Tampa Bay, they win Game One. I was like, dude, this is incredible. But I was thinking, just like you were saying with like, uh, 
like the magic with game one against the Raptors. I was like, yeah. oh, that's nice, but that's probably going to be their only win. And then they win three more in a row and take it. That's like, pretty. That's pretty crazy. See, I didn't realize they've never won a series before. No, that's it's probably one of the largest postseason upsets, in at least you know the last twenty years in in the NHL. Yeah, like, no, that's unreal. And I, didn't we talk about last week? I've heard of the um, you know President's Trophy curse. Like, yeah, that team yeah. never wins it, right? Well, not in recent years, no. Because see, the last three teams with it were Tampa Bay Lightning, who obviously they got swept in the first round this year. The Predators, who played like garbage but escaped in six in the first round last year and then lost in six in the second round. Uh, and then before that was the Washington Capitals, who lost in the second round. The year before that was the Washington Capitals, who lost in the second round. So, yeah, like it, it's like every year you can play so good, but it just seems like if you get that President's Trophy, that's it for you. You know, it's like nothing yeah. past that. Well, it's all, so, it's, it's a lot, it reminds me a lot of like the NFL um, MVP never wins the Super Bowl, dude. Like ever. Right, right, right. So that's pretty uh, crazy. You know, it seems like everyone has that for every sport. It's like the Heisman curse or the, the Madden curse, you know? Well, see, you know it's crazy, and, like, not to, like, toot our own horn, but, like, the only people, right, like, in recent memory that I can think of that won the Heisman and uh, also won the national championship besides uh, Jameis Winston were from Alabama. Yeah, it was Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram. Yeah, and, well, and then Heisman also years. Cam Newton at Auburn. Yeah, so, I mean, literally, if you look back at it over, like, the last 10 years, I think four out of the 10 did, which is honestly pretty good odds, considering the Heisman can come from any school and not just a top contender, even though they mostly do. Yeah. So, I mean, really, that one is more bogus than the others, if you're asking me. But, um, you know, it's, I don't know, I think people just like to, (laughs) I don't know, prophesize over stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, you know, I'm stitious, not superstitious. You know, I'm just a little stitious. Right, right, right. It's just like that. um, I think everybody's like that. But uh, moving on to uh, the NFL, man, we got some news for that, too. Yeah. Since we were speaking about the Madden curse. Oh, I mean, okay, you've heard all the garbage that's been going on with Russell Wilson lately, right? Yeah, no, and this blew my mind. I can't even believe he signed, dude. Go ahead and tell me, man. So Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson signed a huge contract with Seattle, four years, one hundred and forty million dollars, and also a sixty-five million dollars signing bonus thrown in there. You know, for whoever wants to know that, he is now the <laughs> highest-paid player in the NFL. Dude, could you imagine signing your name and getting sixty-five million dollars? <laughs> I can't even believe that can be in any profession, like any <laughs> profession that that can happen. Okay, I don't really have a problem with it necessarily. Oh no, I don't either. I'm all I'm all about paying athletes, dude. Well, no, 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 not that. I mean, like this deal between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. I'm not trying to talk uh, about grand scheme. I'm gotcha, just talking gotcha. about specifically. Is this smart for the Seahawks? Well, considering they've lost their you know Legion of Boom, um, I don't know. And their O line sucks. Like it's terrible. And honestly, yeah. if I were Russell, I'm not sure if I would have wanted to stay in Seattle. But obviously, money talks. He's already won a Super Bowl, and he's been to two. It's not like it's something that he has to just chase now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's not like a he's not a person who has to go to another team to win one, because he's already won one. So I guess that part makes sense, too. But, I mean, I'd want to win as many as possible, and I don't think he's going to win another one in Seattle. See, that's, I don't know, that's my thing. I know we wanted to talk about it later, but it's like, 
when you look at all the highest paid players, uh, what is it now? The top seven quarterbacks are all, or top seven highest paid players are all quarterbacks now. Yeah. Including Russell Wilson. Yeah. So, I think right here we wrote down the the top six last year being in order: Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr. None of them went to the playoffs last year. Not one. See, that's I think the NFL. Too. I think the NFL is changing, and I think it's because of quarterback money. I don't necessarily think they're being paid too much because they are the most important player on the field. You know, just you can argue anything you want, but it's just true. Yeah. It's the same reason a quarterback wins the Heisman almost every year in college. So, when you look at it, you're paying these players so much money when you could be filling in spots elsewhere for a slightly worse quarterback, and I, or a quarterback in a rookie deal, which that's my point. I think that's what the NFL is moving towards, is trying to build a huge team, draft a rookie quarterback, and then have him come in, and while he's still on the rookie quarterback, be competitive, because that's what the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson. That's what the Rams have done. That's what the Chiefs have done with Mahomes and Goff. The and Eagles. now that's what the Browns. Yeah, that's what the Eagles did with Wentz. That's what yeah. the, the Browns are doing with Mayfield. That just seems to be where it's going right now. Those are the teams that are competitive, the ones that have the money to build up a team, and then you have a quarterback that's young, not necessarily the best in the world, but serviceable. Or then, of course, you have the Chiefs case where he's young and the best player in the league, and then you have an amazing team whoa, around whoa, him. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to sit here and say Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. Okay, he had a better year than Aaron Rodgers, Andrew. Oh, he did, but he's not the best player in the league. The, best player, year. the best player doesn't always win everything. He was the MVP last year. That's my point. Uh, no, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying I don't. I don't want people going off thinking that we think Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. I think if you look at it by position, then yeah, there's there's other people that have arguments. Like if we're looking at it that way, I would say Aaron Donald's the best player in the league. Like but, overall, you like actually believe Aaron Donald's the best player? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I disagree. But who would you say then? Dude, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's not Aaron Rodgers. Yes, it is. He's literally the greatest quarterback ever. He was number one on that list on that list last year. Did okay. not make the playoffs. Yeah, and the team was garbage. Okay, Matt, okay, Matt Ryan. Be the best Matt Ryan's the league, been to the Super Bowl. He lost, but it doesn't matter. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. His team sucks. Okay. Didn't make the playoffs. That I think that's kind of what we're trying to say, though, is you know you can't use all your money on the quarterback. You need to get some you know skill players yeah, around yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. And I'll give you that. I'm still going to stick to my guns and say I think Aaron Donald's the best player overall. But I, I don't even know how this started. But I, I'm glad we got that out there. I mean, I wouldn't sit here and act like because I'm not going to sit here and act like Aaron Rodgers had the best year ever last year because he didn't. But I still think he's the most talented player in the NFL. I think most talented and best are two different things. Okay. Who do you think? Okay, well then, who would you say is most talented then? Most talented? Yeah, if you think Aaron Donald's the best and those are two different things, then who's the most talented? Well, also, I don't know. What are your stipulations? Like athleticism or, you know, IQ or football IQ, I mean, or like what? Oh, yeah, I mean, like all of that. Who? I mean, well, I don't even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Football IQ can be a part of it. Athleticism, Aaron, you know. If, if I'm saying most talented, Aaron Rodgers is definitely up there, if not the top one. But, yeah. When, I, when I'm talking about best, you got to look at someone that takes the most advantage of their situations, if okay, that makes yeah. sense. So, like, that's that's where the whole Brady Aaron Rodgers debate comes in. And I'm not trying to start that right now. I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah, trying to give some insight. Idea. No, we're not starting that this episode. 
But I'm just saying, like, people will say that Brady has made a better um, situation out of what he was given than Aaron Rodgers was, even if Aaron Rodgers is the more talented quarterback, which I think most would agree he is. But it's, you know, when Brady has the titles and the championships and stuff like that, that's where that's where the argument starts, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, I see that. Yeah. But anyway, I, I'm glad we got that out there, though. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Um, but so, I would say, going off of what you said, though, um, about Aaron Donald, I mean, I would, honestly, if it weren't for injuries, I'd take J.J. Watt over Aaron Donald. J.J. Watt's yeah, so I mean, good, dude. He really is, and it's just maybe, it, it might be recency bias. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. See, I, but, that's kind of what I was thinking when you said that, to be honest. Well, I just want to say that I think Aaron Donald gets bigger numbers at a position that's harder to play, to get numbers, that is. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's playing I see Because, you know, he's playing inside the line. Yeah, he's interior. That, yeah, and that's what I mean, is he's meant to draw attention, and he's meant to do the dirty work, but he still puts up these flashy numbers, which is amazing. Now, if J.J. Watt had trained at something like that, he might could be just as dominant. Who knows? Because they're both athletic freaks. But, um, but dude, J.J. Watt had a 20-and-a-half sack season, so you can't forget that. Oh, no, I understand that. But I do think J.J. Uh, Watt's career has kind of been plagued by injuries. Oh, it absolutely has, especially in like the last three years. Uh, I mean, been so J- uh, Jadavian Clowney arguably had a better year last year. I know. Well, Jadavian Clowney's really good, too, so I don't want to yeah, act he's like come you know, he's on, not like, good. No, 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 he's not bad at all. I, I I don't think he was great his first two or three seasons, but man, he's really turned it on and he's turned into a great A player. Yeah, he has. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to go back to Russell Wilson for a second. Do you think the Seahawks made the right move? Not Russell Wilson, the Seahawks. Um yes. I think I yes, I think the Seahawks did, Russell Wilson did not. See, I'm sort of on the opposite end here. I think Russell Wilson made the smart move because now he's the highest paid player in the league, which is crazy, you know. Oh, I mean, he he's so good though. I mean, Oh, he is. He is no no denying that. Um I think he made the great move because obviously he just locked up a ton of money as long as he plays. And especially the 65 million signing bonus, I think it said like 83 of it was guaranteed. Um but my thing where I was going with the rookie quarterback thing or the quarterbacks on rookie deals with teams built around them. Honestly, it might be better for the Seahawks to not necessarily tank, but if losing Russell Wilson would help that. And then they could kind of build up a team again and then in a few years draft a quarterback again. Now, granted, that's that's the risk involved because you know what you're getting with Russell Wilson. You're getting a top-tier quarterback, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. He's, he's top five. It's going to be so hard to build up a team back around him now that you have all this money shored up with him. So it's like how long before they're competitive? Can they be competitive before Russell Wilson's play starts to decline? You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. See, for me, the way I saw it was Seattle got a proven winner, someone who they don't have to worry about at the quarterback position. Now they can go worry about other people with the money they do have left. And then the reason I said the thing about uh, about Russell, to be honest with you, I think he could be really successful in New York. And according to reports, that's where his wife wanted him to go. So, I mean, the Giants had the trade moves or the trade uh, assets to do that with Seattle. He could have gone to um, he could have gone to New York, play with Saquon. You know, I, I think that'd been awesome for him. Now, granted, they no longer have OBJ, and that would be a little bit different. But I mean, you know, their receivers are no scrubs either. I like Shepard a lot. Yeah, and they just extended him too. Yeah, but I like Shepard a lot. I think my thing is I think Russell Wilson 
would uh, actually let me let me go back on that for a second. I think that if the Giants had shored up uh, Russell Wilson with that money, the Giants would be in better position than the Seahawks are right now. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. Yeah, as horrible as the Giants roster may seem, I honestly think it's still better than what the Seahawks have. Oh yeah, I think with uh with Russell Wilson, they could be pretty good. Not like I don't think they'd be like contending for Super Bowls oh, I mean, or anything. Definitely but. if they still had OBJ, they could really be Yeah, they, they could I probably mean, win 9 or 10 games. That's going to say they but, could probably go to the playoffs. Yeah, but uh, you know, I don't think the Giants are going to do anything special this year even if they do draft Dwayne Haskins or um yeah, it's I mean not Daniel, year. Daniel Jeremiah came out with another mock draft yesterday. He had the Giants taking Daniel Jones at 6. Yes, the quarter, I saw that. The, the Duke quarterback guy. from Duke. Yeah. yeah. No, I saw I know. that. A lot of people have been really high on Daniel Jones lately. I still don't think he's going to go before Haskins or neither. Murray. Neither do I think he should. Haskins had an amazing year at, at Ohio State, and I think it really showed. But um, honestly, I don't. I don't even think Daniel Jones really should go above Drew Locke. But no, I, I, don't I don't think. I don't, I don't think, think so either. I think both of them, being Daniel Jones and Drew Locke, I think they could thrive in a system if they were put in a place to succeed. But. I think Dwayne Haskins and Kyler are more of the surefire, especially Dwayne. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. And I, to be honest with you, since I guess, obviously, you know, he's in Seattle now, he's locked there now, I think the or not the Seahawks, the Giants should draft Dwayne Haskins. I really think so. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think that's the move for them. Okay, so um, this I guess it would be kind of different this week. We've had some people that have asked us questions, whether it be, like, on campus or, you know, DMing us, you know, whatever. Um, some questions. So we picked a couple questions. Um, but before we answer these, you know, I just want to say real quick, if you have a question you want us to answer, talk about, you know, you're going to see in one of these questions that we picked, it, it doesn't matter if it's about sports or not. We can literally talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Just send it, DM one of us, DM the Instagram account, Twitter, you know, at couch takes at couch underscore takes on Twitter. You know, any of that, just ask us a question. We'll answer. But uh, Trey, do you want to ask the first question? Um, I feel like this one's more suited for you anyway. So. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, oh, wait, are you going to, I don't know which one you're going to ask now. Well, actually, it was going to be, because, okay, so we have two questions. One of them is directly about Andrew. Yeah, one of them was one, directly at me. No, but this one I actually think is for you. Waffles or pancakes, Andrew? Okay, well, first off, I don't understand why that's for me. <laughs> no, 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 and it's not because of you, it's because I'm not, a, I'm not really big on either. Okay, gotcha. No, I, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, but I know I, you have a strong opinion about it because you always do. <laughs> you mean like I have a strong opinion about everything? Yeah. So which one? Okay. Um, my short answer, like real quick, waffles. Okay. Now, do I think that they're like you can't go wrong with either one? If I'm going to Cracker Barrel, I'm getting pancakes for sure, without a doubt. I don't even know if they have waffles, but I wouldn't get them anyway. But <laughs> waffles. Are like crunchy pancakes, and dude, I'm all about the crunch. See, I, I love crunchy I, stuff. See, my thing is, I'm not really big on sweet things for breakfast. If that uh, makes sense, I, like I, like I love kind of cereal stuff. and pop tarts and stuff like that, but I only eat them at night. Like, okay. like I'm a kid. Like I, I'll I mean, eat, I like I'll eat all the childish too. stuff, but like I only eat that stuff at night. In the morning, doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So, so I never really ate that stuff growing up, but I will choose waffles simply because I love chicken and waffles oh so, yeah shoot chicken so, and waffles is a great meal any dude, time of the I, day too i used to work for the birmingham barons and um that would be my go-to meal because we would get like a discount for working there so i would go to the concession stand for my dinner because you know the games are always late and 
I'd get uh, their chicken and waffles there were incredible for concession stand foods. Dude, oh, I was yeah. just hooked. So, See, they, they like, have chicken and waffles at uh, Coleman Coliseum in Tuscaloosa, and they're pretty good, too. Dude. They've got them at KFC now. I live across the street from a KFC. Oh, see, I don't. I don't go to KFC. I don't remember I don't the last time. Ours I've is had terrible, KFC. but dude, ours is just awful. But I still want to go there to try it. I love that stuff, man. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and wait, I'll ask was... you this one too. I'll ask okay. you this next question because this one is actually really more about you. Will Nick Saban win another national championship at Alabama while Andrew is a student? Okay. Um. That's a good question. I think that's something that I'm really scared to answer, if I'm being honest with you, because, you know, I don't really care if I'm um, wrong about most things. I'll say whatever I want to on this show. It, you know, oh, it's this all, one's huge for you. Yeah, it's like our show. I'll say whatever I want to. But, like, if I'm wrong about this, obviously I'm going to be upset. Obviously. I hate being biased, but, like, that was a good question to ask, I guess. Um. Oh, gosh. I, really, <laughs> I hate saying it. Um. <laughs> Yes, I do think we'll win another national championship while I'm a student. But, I mean, to be honest, I thought we were going to win it last year and we got our butts kicked in the natty. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I do think so. I really do. Okay, here's my thing. I think if they don't win it this upcoming year, the 2019-2020 season, then it's not going to happen while you're a student. I agree. I completely agree. I think, I think this is our last chance while I'm a student. Yeah, I I don't th- like I still think he'll win one or two more in the future, like even maybe after you're gone, but I think this upcoming year he has a great chance to win another one. I mean, this team returning and, yeah. and not being injured. Dude, this team on paper is literally one of the greatest college football teams I've ever seen on paper. Right. Obviously, and that doesn't always go out to the field. You know, especially since that young defense can get a lot more um experience because didn't before last year, Alabama lost every member of its secondary. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the starting Aren't, members. Yeah, every single starter in the secondary was gone. I think they were all drafted, too, weren't they? No, yeah, no, no, I take one that back. Them. One of them, um, what was his name? Levi uh Levi Wallace, Wallace was drafted. No, I thought he went undrafted to the Bills. See, I thought he was drafted in, like, the seventh round of the Bills. It Okay, I, I know where you're getting confused. Robert Foster is also on the Bills. One of them was drafted and one of them was undrafted, but I can't remember which one it was. See, I, I thought it was Levi, I, but I know who you're talking about, though, too. Robert Foster, the receiver. Yeah, I think Robert Foster was the one that went undrafted, and then they picked him up, and they've both been balling out for the Bills. Yeah, no, they've both been pretty good. Yeah, but I, balling Robert's out by rookie standards, older, you get what but, I mean. But, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. so this this year, I think, uh, I guess if I'm supposed to, like, expand on the question, like Trey said, uh, two-up quarterback, best quarterback in college football, uh, we have, by far, without a doubt, do not at me because you are so wrong. It's unreal if you think there's a better receiver receiving core than Alabama. So wrong, it's unreal. I'm, Dude, I'm like, 100%, it's 100% with you on that. It is incredible Even without Calvin Ridley and even without, you know, like, like no Calvin Ridley last year and they were still amazing. Oh, yeah. You Jerry Judy any of has these receivers. Yeah, any Jerry Judy them. has potential to be better than any receiver that's ever come through Alabama. Yeah. I'm saying he will, but he has potential to be that. I mean, he won the Blitnikoff like, as a sophomore. This is my thing with Judy. He is he runs routes like Amari Cooper, and he's not as big as Julio Jones, but he's bigger than Amari Cooper, and he's a lot bigger than Calvin Ridley. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. He it, It's just a game changer every time he's out on the field. Oh, yeah. And he's every amazing. single one of these receivers that are starting right now would be the number one receiver on any other team. And you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Dude, and then, not, dude, and then in our backups, Jalen Waddell. Did you watch the oh A game? Oh, my God, dude. Jaylen. John Mechie. Dude, this team is going to be so unreal on the offense. 
And then we got Najee Harris, who I'm very excited to see this season because it's one of those things where, you know, it, we've kind of run a three running back season the past two years, so he hasn't really had an opportunity to shine. But most people forget he's the highest rated recruit to ever come to Alabama. Who? Najee? Najee, yeah. Yeah. He's the highest rated ever to dude, come to Dude, I'm excited to see them unleash him. But dude, Me I want to go back to Jalen Waddle. I think he is the most, like, flashy player that you can watch in college football uh, right I've now. Ne- I've never seen someone so freaking fast. It's really amazing. It, it is. I mean, this team's going to be so good. The defense, like you said, uh, now that they had um, a year to gain experience, you know, Sertain, the freshman, um, De- uh, not Deontay Thompson, uh, Xavier McKinney's coming back. I mean, I think we've got a really strong squad. I do wish Deontay would have come back. I think that would have helped us out a lot. But overall, yeah. I do think we have an incredible squad. And to I guess this question's gone on for a while. But to answer that question, sure, yes, I do think we'll win it before I graduate. Well, thanks for the questions, and like Andrew said, please send more if you have them. We'll be happy to answer them at the end like we did here. Yeah. Um, so, again, thank you for listening. This was Episode 9. Uh, Andrew, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, just thank you so much for listening. Like Trey said, um, keep sending questions. You know, whether you see me in person, tr- see Trey in person, um, doesn't matter who the question's for, send them in, DM us, Instagram, at Couch Takes, Twitter, at Couch underscore Takes. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, God bless. Have a great week. All right, see y'all.